welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm your host, Alex Harriman, here today with my co-host, Kelly Sarlo. And we are two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thank you for being here listening. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hey, Kelly. How are you? I beat you to it. I know. I was trying. (laughs) I'm good. How you doing? Good. What's new in your world? Um, It was... it, it, finally we're getting like winter as, as weird as that sounds because I don't I don't love winter but it's it's like if we're gonna get it like actually give it to us because like the wet in between sucks to be outside um so finally we got some like cold weather and snow and Emerson's been wanting to go sledding so bad so just to be able to actually get out on the hill and and do that even if it's like the only time we get out this year it's like okay we checked one of the necessary things off of the winter checklist and it felt good (laughs) (laughs) do you have anything like that that you're like I need to do this in in like every winter season I maybe like snowshoe feels good to like put on snowshoes and like get a good sweat on and be like hey winter has come yeah 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 I agree with that I I I don't love winter at all but some of those things are like pretty nostalgic and necessary (laughs) that's funny because as people know if they're listening to the podcast we rotate hosts right so there's any combination of three hosts here um and we're talking about how you and I don't love winter and yet today's topic is the positives of winter season yeah yeah and and it, it's not that I don't like winter um it's just less convenient really right like yeah. there's a lot of there is a lot of great things about winter but like if you offer me tropical <laughs> options I'm going to take them <laughs> yeah. I I like to look at winter I'll say that much. There's not much that gets me like motivated to do through this season. All right. Well, let's do this then. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> well, where do you want to take it first? Because I have a list of positives in spite of what I just said, but uh, I can follow your lead too. I think for me and probably for everybody, a big thing is like not letting that that mentality drag you down and like just be super negative about it or else it becomes really freaking difficult to look at the positives right so if we go into it with like the I hate winter I hate winter mentality like there's not a lot of positives to find as a result so that's that's a big one for me personally is it's like let's look for these opportunities to to highlight the positives like I want to get out sledding I enjoy sledding I can work out I can climb the hill the whole time um, Emerson burns off energy I can bring Gary out he can run and burn off energy and so to me like sledding is a huge positive because there's not a lot of activities in the in the summer that I can do that burn us all out as much if I just go for a hike in the summer like that's not going to burn out Emerson and my dog Gary nearly as much as them going up and down a sled hill right sure. yeah so that's that's a huge positive to me I love that I think this is kind of in line with maybe a tip for for this type of season is when the snow starts to fall, I immediately tend to want to add like 10 or 15 minutes to any plan that I'm making. 
um, and I know people in the north, you know, are definitely going to resonate with this. I frequently forget that we have to start our cars. Mm. Um, so, you know, any any way that we used to plan an event, it's like you get up, you go out into the, you know, the driveway and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to scrape this vehicle. Totally. It has to thaw, right? So I really switched the way that I time manage, um, which actually makes me far more intentional. And I will say this is a seasonal positive, right? Because I'm more mindful of time of respecting others and my own um and also like getting ready for something as opposed to just flying out the door i think also puts you in a different headspace to arrive feeling more prepared wherever it is you're going whether it's a play date you know on the hill kind of thing or to get to work um shifting the mindset of time can actually help you feel more prepared and happier to be where you are, which I think is really cool because summer can be really last minute and we can spike anxiety without even really knowing it because we're, we're leaving ourselves to a rushed state. Yeah. I like that. I, I'm the type of person I don't like to just wake up and leave the house. Like I, I've never liked that. I like to wake up, like have a coffee, maybe like maybe little things, even like tidy the kitchen and stuff. Like I'd rather do that in the morning than before bed. Yeah. And so I'd rather just like wake up early and like allow myself to wake up. So the fact that I have to start the car, scrape the car, probably shovel the driveway. Like these are good morning activities for me to start my day properly. Yeah, that's really cool. Can I bleed into like another one? Yeah. So being more intentional with time, I find you mentioned, you know, winter's pretty inconvenient with all the mess and the fuss of things. I also find that it makes me more intentional with my plans because you're not just going to run out and meet someone in the park, right? People aren't just out walking, doing things as much as they are in the summer. So I'm far more intentional with my relationships and connections in the winter, which is really important because winter often stimulates winter blues, right? So making plans ahead of time with friends to get together for a coffee or a snowshoe or sledding or things like that, it's kind of like it's in the books which feels sometimes a lot better than just sporadically running into people, which, you know, has its upsides too. Um, but I think intentionality also creates a lifestyle as well. And I love that. Just to piggyback off of that, like if you're the type, well, I shouldn't say if you're the type of person, because I think we're all the type of people that that really benefit from being outdoors and, and getting outdoors. And if it, you're the type of person that in the summer, you're crushing it and you're doing hikes and you're going for walks and then winter comes up and you become like a hermit and like your your gatherings become like coffee shops and things like that like force yourself outside your comfort zone because there's there's you feel so good after doing those things outdoors in the winter you come inside and like the fireplace feels better the coffee feels better the the warm clothes feel better the sleep that night feels better like get outside if you're an outdoors person in the summer find a way to make yourself an outdoors person in the winter that's cool i really like that i also think that the winter can stimulate more creativity and more playfulness oh yeah because Agreed. if i okay cool because like if i think about sports or outdoor activities in the summer a lot of those things are like really skill-based and they're super fun i love them i'd encourage them I find people are more creative in the winter and they're far more playful where like the sports or activities have less rules or guidelines that you have to follow, right? Creativity of skiing, snowboarding, sledding, hiking, like it's, it's less confined to how you're supposed to function. Um, but just also getting outside for like snowball fights or being playful, throwing just snow, right? That's um, what immediately came to mind for me. Like in the summer, it's not often you're just going to go play in the yard. 
yeah you're gonna like go in the garage and get out a skateboard or get out a baseball or something like that but in the winter like you can go get dressed up warm with your kids and just go play like there's all you could build forts you can throw snowballs you can wrestle like it, it, it just becomes like unlimited options in the winter and I think that scares some people and it probably keeps them indoors because they, if they aren't used to um, that creative license, I'll say, it can feel weird in your body to just play, right? We don't prioritize play very much as adults. So I think that is one of the beautiful benefits of winter is that it asks for playfulness and creativity. Oh, just find like, find like a six-year-old kid and let them be creative for you because <laughs> kids like they, they don't get me wrong they'd rather just like sit in front of the tv and not be creative but as soon as that's removed as an option they they will find a way to play <laughs> yeah i love that okay I've, I've been monopolizing you go okay i want to go to foods because um I love the winter foods and it's like a completely different cuisine for me. And and I know it's not for everybody, um, but a lot of the fruits and vegetables that are seasonal start to change. And um, I love the direction that I take a lot of meals in the winter, like chili's massive for me. I don't really desire chili that much in the summer. I will eat it still, but not nearly as much. And then winter comes, I'm like, oh yeah, it's chili season. Like, I love it now. I want it. I want it every week. I, I, anybody who's listening to me knows, like, I'll make a pot of chili and freeze the whole thing in a meal container so that I just have go-to chili grabs, like, whenever I need them. Um, stews. I use my slow cooker way more in the winter, I find because I like all that stuff, the stews, the chilies, the jambalayas, things like that. Um, and then even with fruit, uh, my citrus fruits, I love clementines, I love grapefruits, and they, they just get awesome in the winter. <laughs> I focused a lot on like movement and fitness. So I'm glad that you're bringing in nutrition to the mix. Yeah, I think it's another one of those things where if we dwell on the negatives, then then it becomes a big negative. But we have to search out the positives, right? Like if you could if you get disappointed because salads aren't as appealing or or it's harder to get in vegetables in that cold type of manner. And it's like, ah, I hate, I hate this. But if you look for these things, it's like, oh, sweet. I can, I can now make the chilies and the stews and that's how I'm going to get my vegetables in. That's how I'm going to be excited for meals. Then it's, it's, it's a positive. Yeah. I love that. I also kind of, one of the things that you're touching on, I just want to like draw it out is I find winter forces me to be more appreciative because like for one I put brightness down on my list I love how bright everything is once there's a blanket of snow on top of everything and some people who maybe aren't geared towards the same kind of um, gratitude I'll say might be like yeah but the days are shorter and it's it's so dark out and it's like yeah but it forces me to feel grateful for the time that it is light out and I know probably every single week I'll turn to someone and be like hey it's not pitch black yet like and I feel this like excitedness because summer I think yes we love it yes we appreciate it but we can sometimes take the long bright days for for granted because they're just there and then winter really forces you to be like yes it's 4 p.m and it's not dark especially because those days leading up to December 24th or whatever the shortest day are like those days are crushing as your days are getting shorter 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 so then you come out the other side of that and it's like each day is a win as we get longer days yeah that's exactly how I feel cool I like that any more on your list hmm 
I don't have anything that immediately comes to mind. Do you? Yeah, I mine is kind of a lot from like a well-being standpoint, I guess. Um, I find that winter is a reflective time of year. So for a lot of people who maybe are more indoors and not challenging themselves, you know, against the inconveniences of winter, they stay inside, but they are naturally more reflective, um, especially if they're battling any kinds of um, like low moods. We start asking ourselves questions about like, why do I feel this way? What do I want? What's missing? What do I need? So I think when we're naturally starting to ask those really great questions, um, we can sometimes you can tend to focus on the the upsetting feelings but the questions themselves are actually really great and i hope that people are able to celebrate that um, instead of just looking over that they're they're starting to do their work right because if people do ask the question and then bother to answer it to say oh you know what i feel down i haven't seen my friends in three weeks i've been inside watching tv every night Great, we can come to some revelations about what we need to thrive instead of just holding ourselves up and then counting down until the thaw, right? Um, yeah. So I, I love that people reflect. And I also think too, coupled with you know, the month of January, people start to renew themselves on what they want and what they're, they're going to focus on in the year. And I think that's just beautiful. Mm. I, I like that. Um, it actually brought up another thought for me too. And for me, it's uh, it circles back to exercise, but it's, we, we talk about this on the opposite end a lot for the people who, um, the people who don't love working out in a gym, we're like, okay, get outside. It's time to get outside and you like use, use outdoors as your activity. Now it comes around the opposite direction for those people who, who spent the whole summer outside. It's like, okay, it's now time that I can I can really focus on some of my strength training a bit more. I'm not spending as many hours outside. Like I said earlier, I still encourage you guys get outside, but it's harder to be outside for multiple hours now. And so then it brings us inside and it gives us an opportunity to now focus on some of the other skills that maybe we didn't allot as much time to in the off season. Like if you do want to get stronger, you want to get better at specific movements or mobility work, like that kind of thing. Now we have an, a, an opportunity to shift where we put our focus, which, which is really, really important with your fitness guys that we're not really single track minded. Like even if we look at professional athletes, it's not like um, a football player is just playing football all year long they have their football season where they're really drilling football in their off season football becomes less of a of a time consumption they're still they're still practicing their basics and their foundations and all of that but then they switch gears to their performance their athletic development things like that that need to grow in the off season in order for them to perform optimally like we although we aren't professional athletes we we should treat ourselves in a similar manner we can't just always hyper focus on becoming a better runner. If we actually want to become a better runner, we can't just run, 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 run. We have to do this in a seasonal, seasonal development. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good opportunity for your fitness. That's really cool. Um, I was just thinking too, like in my head, I wanted to word it like the novelty that we are offered because we are I'll say blessed with seasons. I often think about like people who don't experience four seasons, like what must that be like? Mm. Do they stay in love with their activities? Do they get bored of their activities faster? Because I know talking to people in our area, which is northern northern Ontario, Canada, like 
I will say like, no, I don't want to miss volleyball this week. It's only six months of the year, you know, or no, I don't want to miss an opportunity to swim. We get two months of summer. So like it keeps, it keeps you engaged because you know that there's a limited time to access the thing that you love because it comes and goes with the seasons. Um, and I, I think that's really cool too. It, again, it keeps us appreciative. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Cool. And I mean, like, do we have to talk about the scenic beauty of the snowfall on top of trees? <laughs> no, for sure. And and we get that in all times of year, but definitely take the time to appreciate it with the time of year you're in, because you can't, you can't argue that one. Yeah, I do. I think the seasons put things into perspective for us if we allow it to. Um, mm. So I hope, I hope people are, are taking the time to enjoy winter. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I like it. It went, uh, it went a bunch of different directions, but I like the way it went. Awesome. Good. <laughs> did, did we cover everything on your list? Yeah, we did. And I, and you know what? I'm really hopeful that people who are listening to this will reach out and be like, you missed this great thing about winter. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would love another reason to love winter. Well, I know there's going to be like some people who love outdoor hockey and some people who love snowmobiling and some people love like ice fishing. Like there's, there's unlimited options, snowboarding, skiing um yeah I, th I think there's a lot of a lot of really cool opportunities in the winter cool you have a tip for us yeah um something that myself and and one of my friends has started doing I'm not a huge mayonnaise person but I know you are so you'll appreciate this um <laughs> I am go ahead is we, we he taught me how to make my own mayonnaise yeah and it's like really freaking easy and you can control everything that goes into it and so I never realized it was as simple as it is. Um, and it's awesome because you're not you're not buying like that shit that they put on a shelf that's like so, so manufactured. Um, I know. And, and it, it, you like the taste of it, obviously. Like I get that. So do I. But the homemade stuff tastes just as good and if not better. And then you can also control additives, which is fun. So like the the main ingredient with mayonnaise is is egg and oil mm -hmm. and um you use an immersion blender you can find videos online so i'm not really going to get into the process because it, it's kind of a finicky process that you have to try for yourself but watch a youtube video and you'll learn it in like two minutes um but then you can control like we'll play around with like roasting garlic and putting it in or like sauteing jalapenos and putting it in so you can like actually change the flavor of the mayonnaise for the purpose that you're using it and now you've you're just using like oil like a high quality oil and egg instead of whatever other ingredients they've chosen to put into the store-bought version i wrote that down so thank you you're welcome <laughs> that's it um i hope you guys enjoyed that like kelly said if, if we missed one let's hear it let us hear what we missed um but most of all we just appreciate you guys being here. We hope you continue to get value. And if there's ever topics you want to hear more about in the future, reach out, let us know, and we'll add it to our list to cover. Thank you.